Hey guys, welcome to episode number 113 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today is a workout Wednesday and I'm talking about making gains without the pains. How do you stay injury free in your lifting journey? What are the things that matter and what are the things you should focus on? to make sure you stay healthy, which means you stay in the gym. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by you guys, and thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for all of your great feedback through reviews on iTunes, messages to me through the website, and uh, just the downloads of the show. All that shows me you like what I'm putting out, you like the interviews I'm doing, and you like the episodes that I'm coming up with. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for the support, and thank you for the continuous increase in downloads. That's really awesome to see. Uh, Today's show, um, I also wanted to mention uh, Qualo, Q-A-L-O. They are a great company. They make basically silicone rings and silicone rings, excuse me. And they, uh, they sent me a few rings and just wanted me to try them out. And I tried them out. My wife loves them. I thought they were pretty cool as well, um, so I just wanted to give them a quick shout out and say thanks for being a great company, thanks for the great customer service they had and sending me some free rings, and I just wanted to mention those to you guys. If you're interested in wearing a wedding ring while you lift, check out that company, Quelo. Um Let's get down to today's show, I guess. Uh, it's episode 113, and uh, it's a workout Wednesday. I'm excited for today's show. It's something that everyone needs to hear. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. And today's show is all about injuries, kind of coming back to some stuff I talked about in earlier episodes. I did a lot of episodes, which really spiked the popularity of this show, um, about basically avoiding injuries or overcoming injuries. I talked about shoulder injuries, low back injuries, knee injuries, what causes them and how to work around them. I'm going to kind of go back to a little bit of that because I want to touch on some things that I have learned about it, some things that I have for general advice about injuries and just retouch on some of the things I talked about in those episodes if you missed them. I have a lot of new listeners who might not have heard that far back. Um, just so you guys know, like if you're a new listener, there's 113 episodes now of the show. Go back and look for ones that you think might be interesting, you think might actually, you know, re- relate to you in your fitness journey. There's a lot of good stuff out there, and I'm trying not to repeat myself too much for those listeners who have been there through the beginning. So uh, go back and find some of those. Look for some of these on injuries specifically. If you have a shoulder injury, knee injury, low back injury, go check those out. Um, also, subscribe to the show so you get my new episodes downloaded regularly. I have an interview coming up actually in about 30 minutes, so I need to be pretty quick uh, for today's show. But another interview coming out this next Monday for you. I think you'll really like this one, and I have some more scheduled for this next month. So I'm really excited on what the show is going to bring you guys, the value it's going to bring you, and hopefully it really helps you guys out in your fitness journeys. Today, though, is a workout Wednesday. I'm doing it solo. Workout Wednesday. 
I'm going to talk training. I'm going to talk specifically about injuries and how to make gains without the pains. How do you avoid injuries as you lift, as you go through your fitness journey, as you get in shape, as you lose weight, gain muscle, whatever your goal is, how do you do it without being injured? That's a very big piece of the puzzle, right? It's a very big piece of the puzzle. I talked about uh, recovery a lot with some of my guests and recovery is huge. Recovery is the reason people take performance performance enhancing drugs in sports, right? Because they want to recover better. If you can't recover, you're putting yourself at risk for injury and you're really decreasing your performance. So recovery is super important and avoiding injury is just as important, right? Nothing is going to hold you back more in your fitness journey than an injury. It's going to sideline you. It's going to keep you out of the gym and there's nothing that's going to hold you back more than that, more than taking you away from that consistency that you work so hard to get, right? The consistency is the key and the sustainability. And if you can't go to the gym if you because you're hurt, then you can't create that consistency. And more than that, it's going to create problems for you down the road. We're going to have to tweak your training. Anyone who has an injury knows that, that if you have a shoulder issue, if you have a knee issue, it really hinders the things you can do in your training. Maybe you can't run. Maybe you can't press. Maybe you can't deadlift, these different things that you hear all the time that are great for you, if you can't do them because of an injury you had, you know firsthand how terrible an injury is for your fitness journey. So the key is avoiding it, right? The key is avoiding injuries. Even if you've been hurt before, the key is to avoid future injuries and re-hurting those same ones. So the injuries will basically tell you that you've been doing things wrong in your training, most likely with your form, your volume, your intensity, and it's going to tell you you need to fix something here, right? And I'm going to talk about that a little bit, how to react to those signals and how to just avoid getting those in the first place so you don't hurt yourself and you don't sideline yourself from the gym. So I see a lot of injuries as a fitness, like a podcaster, and then also an online coach, and also a uh, personal trainer. I see a lot, and a strength coach even, but I see a lot of injuries from the general population. Main areas would be your low back, knee pain, shoulder issues, and then just some other minor aches and pains. But you know, these are the major ones, the shoulder joint, the low back, the knees, these are the issues that people normally will have. And you can kind of tell what issues are the most prevalent in fitness because of the companies that market to those areas, right? There's lots of low back pain products. There's lots of knee pain products, lots of shoulder pain products. And that's because it's a big problem. So why do people have these issues, especially those people who train, right? The people who train, the people who keep themselves in shape and fit and strong, should be the ones that are healthy and don't have these problems. However, most of the time, they have them worse, right? The people who just sit around on their couch all day aren't going to injure their rotator cuff as much as the people who are pressing tons of weight. So how do we avoid this? How do we balance the idea of becoming strong and fit with the idea of being injury-free, right? You want to balance it. You want to stay there right in the middle. You want to be strong. You want to be powerful. You want to be in great shape, but you don't want to get hurt along the way and make yourself worse in your health 
later on, right? You don't want to create problems down the road, and you definitely don't want to sideline yourself from staying in shape. So these are the most common injuries I see, and they come from a lot of different things. But the most common thing I see is just improper form in the exercises, right? This is one reason why I like being a strength conditioning coach is because you're preventing injuries, right? In my journey, when I first started going down the career path that I'm currently going down, I started out in school wanting to be a physical therapist, which basically would be rehabbing people from injuries, right? However, as time went on, as I went through classes, as I went through internships and shadowing experiences, a lot of my focus was started to be in the prevention of these injuries. I was shadowing physical therapists, and I love that career, so no knock on them. But for me, I was like, well, I don't really want to just rehab people from injuries. I want to make sure they don't get hurt in the first place, right? I want to prevent these people from injuring themselves. I don't want them to be in the physical therapy clinic. I want them to be out there crushing it in their sport. I want them to be out there crushing it in their goals, in their jobs, whatever they have, and I don't want them to have to, you know, sit there with a band or with a a sand-filled ball trying to get some strength back because they hurt themselves so badly, right? I was more interested in the prevention than the rehab, and both sides are necessary, but for me, I wanted to prevent, and that's what I'm talking about today. And the most common thing is improper form, which is why I like being a coach. Is like I said, I like being able to fix these issues before they create a problem and try to correct them before they make big problems down the road. And a lot of times, the problem I see is that people do not, they're not receptive to that, right? They want to keep pushing themselves and they don't want to fix that form and back off and maybe maybe stall a little bit on their gains, but they want you know, to stall a little bit, they want to keep going, they want to keep pushing the weight, pushing the reps. But in reality, maybe they should back off and fix their form. It might not be glaring with lightweight, the form issues, your injury potential might not be glaring. If you're, say, for example, you're doing a deadlift, and you have a slight low back round, but it's not nothing, it's not anything terrible as you lift, you know, 135 off the ground. But as the weight increases, as you get to the strength level where you can lift 315, 400, 500, that problem is going to increase with the weight, right? It's going to get worse and worse as the weight gets heavier and heavier. The problem is going to become more glaring until it's too late. And then that's when the injuries happen. And that's when you sideline yourself from the gym. So the problem is people aren't taking the time to learn exercises properly. They're not taking time to really focus in on a perfect rep of everything. I'm not just talking the the deadlift and the squat and the bench press, the compound movements. I'm talking about everything. What's a proper pull-up? How do you, you know, perfectly depress your shoulders so you're not jerking your shoulders in and out of the socket? In a push-up, you know, how are your shoulder blades supposed to be through this movement? In an overhead press, how is your upper back supposed to be curved, right? There's these little tiny issues that you don't think matter until you get heavy and until you rack up years and years of training in this movement, and then maybe you have a problem. So you need to back off if you've been training a long time and you feel some aches and pains. You Maybe you've even been injured before. You need to back off and learn the exercises properly. Take the time and be patient to do this. The most, probably the most effective ways to learn these properly and to examine your own form 
is to hire a trainer or a coach um, so they can examine you and let you know what you need to fix or like physically fix you. Um, you can also, if you're alone, just video yourself, compare it to a great form, maybe on YouTube or something. Um, but you need to video yourself and watch how you're doing it, how you can see your muscles firing. Because say, for example, in a squat, you might not feel yourself rocking forward as you do a rep. But in the video, you can see that happening, right? And then you can consciously make the fix with lighter weight. So you need to be more conscious of how you're doing each rep. And that starts with seeing yourself doing it or have someone see you doing it. Um, you need to start light. You can't go too heavy too soon. That's going to be that's going to be a big problem. Work up very slowly in weight and reps, focusing on quality, right? I've talked about how progressive overload can be with quality as well. You don't have to increase the weight every time, just increase the quality of your reps. Um, but start light, don't push it too fast. And, you know, this process might seem really slow, it might seem pointless, but you just got to keep in mind that it's critical. It's critical for no injuries, and nothing's going to slow you down like an injury will if you, you know, bulge a disc in your back or something, uh, that's going to slow you down more in your progress than an extra two months of learning and exercise will, right? When you seem like you're not making progress, you're actually preparing yourself for progress 10, 20, 30 years down the road in your journey. So there's a lot of issues I see that are common. And I mean, a lot of common form issues. Usually they're caused by recruitment pattern problems. That's what you need to focus on. Uh, things like retracting and depressing your scapula, your shoulder blades, uh, turning on your glutes so they fire first and your exercises, bracing your core properly to protect your spine. Even breathing is important. If these things, you're listening to me talk about those four things and you're kind of thinking, I don't know what those feel like, you probably need to back off of your weights and your exercises and your intensity and focus on those different things. So let's talk about progressive overload a little bit. I've talked a lot about this and how it's necessary for improvement. If you've read any kind of training materials, training books, or things on you know getting stronger, faster, in better shape, progressive overload is the name of the game, right? It's the key. It's getting stronger over time. It's adding weight to the bar over time, doing more reps over time, increasing the quality of your reps over time. It's necessary for improvement, 110%. However, progressive overload is dangerous because it's often the recipe for injuries as well. And just as an example, let's apply it to something that you might not even need progressive overload with, but people will do. So say a chest fly, you have two dumbbells, you're you know flaring them out to the side in a chest fly and bring them back together at the top as you're lying down. This chest fly movement is a pretty simple movement for your pecs. And, you know, over time, maybe someone will do 20s and then the next week they'll do 25s and then 30s because they're following that principle of progressive overload. However, the problem is progressive overload in weight isn't necessarily what's going to help accomplish their goal for that exercise, right? Who cares how much weight you can chest fly, right? There's no need for tracking weight and increasing it every workout. Sure, over one or two years, you should maybe use a heavier dumbbell. But it's not important to go really heavy in that exercise. Progressive overload is only going to cause injuries in this movement. Instead, you need to focus on form, quality, the stretch, the tension, 
the pump, the endurance, not really the strength. However, in some other movements like the deadlift, maybe you need to focus on the strength aspect. How much weight can you lift and you increase that over time? Each exercise, each movement, each workout style is going to require a different form of progressive overload, and you're doing yourself a disservice if all you're doing is throwing weight on through every exercise, every workout, right? That's just a recipe for injury. So progressive overload is super important, but it's also dangerous, and you need to really be careful and don't really focus on a progressive overload until you learn the exercises and you learn the quality and you learn the movements perfectly, right? And also, just as a quick side note, stay out of the super low rep range unless you're a competitive power lifter or lifter. You don't really need to be in that one, two, three rep range and go that heavy unless you know, you're know you competitive. I usually suggest people actually stay in the higher rep ranges and gain strength that way. So if you're you know, a little beat up, maybe you're over 40, you know, you don't need to go below five reps. You don't even need to go below six reps. Uh, you know, hit that eight to 10 rep range and get strong there. And that's going to translate just perfectly fine. And then you're going to also prevent injuries as well. I'm a big fan of not having to lift as heavy to get the stimulus, right? You might be strong. You might be able to bench press 250, but does that mean you should bench press 250? Is the progressive overload that important that you're supposed to load up your body like that? You know, maybe you're beat up, maybe you're older, maybe you're more prone to injury. Is it necessary or is it fine to maybe do 185 for sets of six or eight or 10, right? Maybe it's okay to back off and maybe it's okay to get stronger in that rep range where you're more confident holding the weights. These are different things to think about in your training and different things to consider. You know, you might be a pure strength guy. You think being strong is important. You think being strong is key. And I agree with you. I think being strong is critical. However, you know, really examine why and examine how you're improving your strength. Are you just throwing weight on the bar and your reps are getting worse and worse, right? Your bench presses, you're arching your back, you're twisting, you're struggling to get it up or, you know, over time, are you getting clean, smooth, quality reps in a rep range that you're comfortable with, with a weight that you can really push easily? And that's the key right there, right? It's being smart with your progressive overload and taking the time to learn the recruitment patterns, taking the time to learn how the exercises should feel, should look, and examining yourself every single time. Just a quick note on wraps and sleeves. This is something else you can use to prevent injuries, right? To make gains without the pains. In my opinion, weightlifting is a great form of exercise. I think everyone should resistance train. However, weightlifting is unnatural in my opinion, right? Our bodies were not made for and aren't used to, for example, having 100 pounds over our head, right? It's great, it's functional, and it's a key area to make strength in to be able to press overhead, but it's not natural to have that much weight pushing down on your joints. If you have a bar with 200 pounds on your back for a squat, it's not natural to have that kind of compression on your spine. It's maybe necessary for strength and it's maybe a good movement to get strong in and maybe we're meant to do that movement but the load isn't necessarily natural and I don't mean don't load your squats what I'm saying is utilize everything you can for tools to help this feel better right if you have wrist pain when you're pressing wear wrist wraps if you 
have elbow issues, aches and pains, wear the elbow sleeves, wear the knee sleeves in the squats, maybe not lifting straps and maybe not lifting belts. Um, that's a different story. But as far as sleeves and wraps go, go for it, right? I just say increase the stability of the joints as much as you can because they're not used to it and it's not natural. Another thing to consider is the mobility and movement practice outside of the gym. I've talked about this before. I talked about this very recently that, you know, the majority of your day is spent not training, right? You might train for 45 minutes. Maybe you train for an hour. Maybe you train for two hours. Whatever it is, though, even if you train for three hours every day, which is overkill, uh, that's only, you know, a sixth or an eighth of your day. You know, it's it's not it's not the majority of your day that you're in the gym. So you might be going through the movements that are healthy for you. You might be focusing on that movement. You might be focusing on those recruitment patterns, you know, getting in a deep squat, repressing those scapulas, but that's not your normal day. It's different than your normal day. And you need to create a movement practice for the rest of the time outside of the gym. We are focusing on that mobility and those movements. You need to counteract the rest of your day, right? Maybe you sit at a desk, maybe you have an office job, maybe you, you know, even have a physical job, but you're not necessarily concerned with movement patterns and mobility. Um, you just need to you know, fix this, right? Try to counteract the things that might be causing injury down the road, might cause those aches and pains in the gym, because the rest of your life, the rest of your career, maybe your just the way you move doesn't necessarily prime you for a great workout later in the day. Examples of this are maybe trying to stand instead of sitting. If you wear high heels, if you're a woman, hopefully um, you can stretch your calves uh, to try to counteract that. Uh, uh, if you think about the high heels, you have your toes you have your toes pointed the whole day, right? You have that shortened calf. Try to stretch it the other way by having your toes be pushed up towards your shins. Uh, maybe thoracic extension because you're sitting at a desk all day. You're hunched over at your back. Maybe just stretch that upper back. Maybe you just need to open your hips from sitting, right? You have those hips shortened in front of you because you're sitting like I am right now and you have your legs out in front of you. Those hip flexors are short and you need to stretch them long, right? There's a lot of different examples of this, but it's all about counteracting your things. Maybe you get up every 30 minutes. Maybe you have a couple mobility sessions a day outside of the gym. It's all about keeping a healthy and mobile body and creating a movement practice, not just going to the gym for an hour a day. In conclusion, you don't want injuries, right? You want gains without pains. You want it to be pleasant. You want it to be a healthy experience, and you don't want to sideline yourself from the gym. If you focus on movement quality, good form, and checking your ego at the door, which basically means don't push the weight, don't push the reps if you're not ready. Be smart about your training, learn the quality, learn the form, prevent your injuries by not going too heavy too soon, by staying out of those dangerous rep ranges, and by only increasing when you're truly ready. Gains without the pains is possible, right? But it requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of balance. It even requires caution and being aware of how your body's moving and if you really should be using progressive overload at the time. Remember, have the patience because nothing will slow your journey in fitness more than an injury. Nothing is going to sideline you and keep you from your overall goals more than an injury will. And that's what I really have to say today. That's what's important uh, to make the gains without the pains. That's 
that's my message for you today. So be careful about your form, be careful about your movement quality, and be careful about that uh, progressive overload that you're not doing it too soon. Focus on strength, but also focus on good movement and make those gains without the pains. Workout Wednesday. Thank you for joining me for today's Workout Wednesday. I have an interview to get to, uh, so i got to take off. But thank you for joining me. Check out www.triplefpodcast.com. That's the word triple, the letter F, podcast.com. There's a link for contact form there where you can ask a question to be answered on the show. Maybe you have a specific pain you want me to address um, or a specific workout or nutrition question you want me to address. Um, Also, there's a products page where I offer coaching. I can help you create you know, good form in your exercises, give you feedback, make sure you're moving properly and you're utilizing progressive overload well. Check out those and uh, I'll see you next time on Foodie Friday. This was episode number 113 of the Triple F Podcast. Thank you for joining me and I hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you on Friday for Foodie Friday. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.